So okay, episode one of the Full Send Podcast, Kyle is crazy enough to give me a chance here to uh, to take the lead with Kyle and our first guest, none other than Dana White. And Mentor is two hours late. By the way, not my fault. Time out. By the way, that was How not my fault. Real? By the way, that was my, the fucking the plane broke. I was sitting there. I got the we airport told, at we told 8 Dana, I think what, 1.30? I was listen to me, it was one o'clock. I was there at the airport at 8 a.m. The fucking plane broke and I had to switch off, so it wasn't my fault. For once. It is well documented he has it all over his Instagram. Mm-hmm. Anyways, real quickly though, I have to say this. I don't mean to jump the ship. I know it's the full send podcast, it's Kyle's lead. How do you guys know each other? <laughs> My son introduced us. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Interesting. Me and, me and Dana Jr. met up at a bar and stuff, and then me and Dana just developed a good relationship. Do you guys, do you remember though, truthfully, when I called you about this? I guy? do. Yeah. I do. I was yeah. it was six during the morning. No, I always give credit to Bob. I was in Maine. I was yeah. in my place up in Maine, and you Facetimed me, and you were with Kyle. How long ago was that? No, no that's not I, how it went. No, I, I was by myself. No, I was with yeah. you at Ken. No, I was by myself when that happened. I said, Dana. These guys are going to be good for the UFC. I'm not trying to take uh, credit here, but well, these guys I really did hear about these guys from my son. My mm-hmm. son turned me on to these guys, um, and then fate may have it. You called me one night with Kyle. Mm-hmm. You were on Facetime, and you called me with Kyle, and uh, yeah, that was how 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 it got started. And your kids went fu- your kids went fucking nuts. Nuts. But your our first real interaction, where we all got to be in the same room, was Fight Island, the first one, yeah. right in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. But you had Fight Island come around the first time, right? That was at the heart of COVID. Yeah. What's the question? The first time Fight Island, you were supposed to launch Fight Island, right? Yeah. And it got disrupted, didn't it, because of the whole COVID? No, scare? no, no, no. Fight Island was created because of COVID. That, that's how it started. And then uh, I think when you guys went, that was the second time I had been there. I was already there for a stint. Then I went back. You were there for like eight minutes. Right. And then... Uh, I built quick. Then, then, I was so fucking paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I was out. there I for eight minutes and then flew 17 hours. But actually, more because you went to Boston. That lie got so deep it was about like 22 that. hours. Do you regret that or no? No, not at all. I think like, I, I did my job. I said, like, Did you it. actually think that like we would risk everything and like do some shit with like the Abu Dhabi people and like do a prank that would fuck... Our relationship, Listen, relationship the fir- up with Dana the and the first UFC? fucking thing that happens when we get off the plane is Salim walks up and there's a girl all in robes. Salim walks up to her and gives her a fucking hug. Now, isn't that frowned upon in that country? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he shook her hand. Or shook her hand. Sorry, yeah. excuse me. Because he's Muslim, too. So yeah, I, I think, think he's like... I think you, you, can, you can shake her hand. I mean, you don't want to be hugging women you don't know anywhere, let, right. let alone in the Middle East. But, uh, yeah. That, no, it's not like, Listen, they were excited that, that, that they were coming. It, it, it wasn't... They were well prepped on who was coming and, and what they do. Mm-hmm. I think they're, I think they're watching. I think they're watching our every move and stuff. I mean, like they that. had to have been, of course. I mean, you guys are a big deal, and I have a couple friends over there, and so I mean, I just got some messages that were like, "Look, they don't fuck around over here." Now I know you're protected by the big man, but so were, were you like <laughs> sketching out before you? I even was came? so fucking paranoid at that. Like, place. why not just tap out when we were quarantining in the Vegas motel? He was in the close. Middle of I could tell by the like, videos. Why not I was very there. close. I could tell. I was very. I was very very close tapping out. But I figured well, I have to go through. over there, hold your hand, make sure you guys know it, introduce you guys, and then fly away. That was it. You yeah. were somebody during, you know, the heart of the pandemic that was like, fuck it. You know, I'm going all out. I don't give a fuck. And correct me if I'm wrong. You know, we're going full speed. You know, we're every other sport. And I talked to a lot of people that were pretty high up that said Dana is making the biggest mistake of his fucking life. This is the dumbest thing he can do. He's going to fucking cripple the UFC. And what amazes me is the fact that you said, nope, fuck that. What was the decision-making behind being so aggressive during COVID? 
Yeah, because I, you know, there's my. Uh, I've never had the mentality to fucking run and hide. You know what I mean? It, 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 you figure out solutions to problems. Hiding is never a solution to a problem. Right. Hiding in your house for a year, laying off thirty to thirty-five percent of your employees who've been with me for ten years plus. Some have been here for almost twenty years, and I'm just going to lay them off, right? You, you want to know why I think people are having some of these businesses are having a hard time getting people back to work? Because a lot of these people are like, "Fuck you." Right. When when the shit hit the fan, you fucking cut my throat. You fucking, right. you know, when when your family needs it the most, right? A pandemic is going on. There's so much uncertainty of, of, of what's going to happen in the future. And what do you do? The first thing you do is fucking cut me loose. Mm-hmm. I've been with you for fucking 10 years, 20 years, whatever it is. That's an option? Right. That's a fucking option? That's never an option for me. My thing was, I'll give up my salary and my bonus and whatever else I got coming to me this year, and we won't lay off any employees. And if this doesn't work, well, at least I tried. At least I can, I can look my people in the face, and not just my employees, my fighters, and say, I tried. Right. I, I just felt like I, I shouldn't try, and I took the easy route, and I just fucking cut all you people loose and let you go. The fuck, you know what I mean? And and then and then you want to call yourself a leader, right? Like right. you said, you talked to a lot of people that were high up that said he's doing the Dave dumbest fucking the thing you could ever do. In his life. Yes, and I disagree. Right, I think they did the dumbest thing they could ever fucking do. Right, which is cutting your people's fucking throats. Mm-hmm. That is something that I will never do. We'll all go down together, or none of us will fucking go down. When do you think it's gonna end? Because I saw in LA too. Now you know we live in OC. They're bringing back the mask mandate in L.A. County now, I know. again. It's like, they removed it, and now it's like they're, they're talking about a second wave type shit again. Listen, this, this, this shit is like the flu. It's not going away. It's, it's going to be here. So what are we going to do? We're going to shut down every time the flu pops up? And I'm not saying that this is like the flu. You know, right. I'm saying it's like the flu and that it's going to keep coming back. And just like anything else in life, cancer, heart attacks... Fucking the flu. Some shit's going to get us. And some shit, you know, some of us will get it and some of us won't. And uh, that's life. Mm-hmm. You can't shut down the fucking world and stop yeah. everything. And the ones that I feel sorriest for are the kids. These kids that, you know, trying to go to school through this and masks and homeschooling. And, you know, it's just, it's wrong, man. This whole thing is being done the wrong way. Was there ever a moment when you were like, I'm making making the wrong decision? No. No, but I'm not going to lie. It was so fucking hard. uh, At some points, I was like, what am I doing? Listen, it would have been really easy to kick back in my house. Right, and just shut it down. And do nothing for for a while. Right. But but when is the easy route ever the route to take? You know what I mean? Because the truth is, in the beginning, when this thing first started, if this thing was as deadly as everybody said it was going to be, we're fucked anyway. Yeah, we're fucked. Right. Right. But but it, but it's not. We're, like, it's exactly. Just not, yeah. We would have been fucked. Mm-hmm. You know. And I'm going to be the dude that's going to go down fucking swinging. I'm not going to go hide, fire everybody, and fucking you know, go hide in my big fat house and come out you know a year later or whatever the deal is. That's something we caught a shit ton of flack for too. Because remember when I don't know if you remember when you called me one time, but we got in a ton of shit because like. People don't, people don't, like, think, but, like, we're, like, a business just like anyone else, too. So when COVID started, we tried to, like, make videos around the house or not travel, but, like, 
we had to end up like traveling and like continuing to do our thing too. And then we got like a shit ton of news in the media for like traveling during COVID and stuff like that. And YouTube oh. threatened to delete our channel and shit. So it's like, it's tough. Like, but right. we had to do the same thing. It's like, you can't just shut down. Cause it's like, we need to make money. We need to keep funding this operation. Like we got people to pay. Right. I don't you're, think people get got that people though. People that depend on you. People yeah. that depend on you for a fucking paycheck. Yeah. And you're, you're going like, to stay the course no matter what. Same stuff going down in the world. You're going to stay the course. One hundred percent. Well, I feel like we're well, kind now of I'm past ready. it now. Yeah, right? I know now, what you've already, you've already now I'm, I'm ready for whatever they got. So how does how does a deal go down with something like an Abu Dhabi deal? So how did how did that whole thing transpire? Why Abu Dhabi? Well, I've had a relationship with them for twelve years. So um, Abu Dhabi has been a big part of the UFC, and they were. They, they were an investor early on. You know, when we sold in 16, they cashed out too. So um, we, we, had, we had been very close to them. Uh, they're very progressive, very smart, and uh, they, they were all about it. You mm-hmm. know, and we, we literally built the best bubble that existed during COVID right. was over there in Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. The best bubble. That was insane that week. Right. That was nuts. The two days you missed were out fun. a lot, but two yeah, days were fun. yeah, you I missed out a lot. But we were treated like kings. It was awesome. Like me and Steve were like, "This is fucked." Like Dana, you could tell in your Dana's guest. Like, <laughs> what was your What was your highlight of the trip? What was your favorite part of the trip? The hospitality the trip? level at that place is beyond belief. I mean, everything yeah. is brand new. The hotels are all beautiful and dialed in. Restaurants are incredible. The best of the best restaurants. The mm-hmm. best of the best everything, and the service is over the top. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is their, goal, their goal is to just show their country off and to have people want to go to Abu Dhabi? Is that the overall reason why they well, would kind of bring the UFC there? Well, no. I mean, listen, it's like any other city. What city doesn't want events? Right. Everybody wants events. London, New York, Paris. It's all about events. Right. That's every city, not just Abu Dhabi. So, Dana, let me ask you something. Bob always pitches me one thing he wants to do is he wants to be like a li- liaison between the Nelk Boys and the Middle East. This so is, he wants. Is, he always tells me. He calls me and says, "Kyle, I want to broker a deal between you and the people in the Middle East for the Nelk Boys to come do tourism I mean, around I think, the Middle I think East." It's a smart plan. Do, do you think I should trust him and let him be the broker? I think you show up. I think you might want Dana to take the lead on this. How long you, is he going to show up for? He's terrified. I don't know if I trust him to like negotiate with Arabs. You know what though? Bob is like you know ninety nine percent of the people in the United States, they have this, um, you know, they have this, this idea of what it's like in the Middle East and that it's scary. And if you go over there right. and you don't follow the rule and you don't do this, and you don't right. do that. There are places in the Middle East that are like that. Abu Dhabi and Dubai are not like that. It's, it's Bro, very normal. LA is more dangerous than Abu Dhabi. <laughs> yeah, I never right. felt safer than when I was in Abu Dhabi. Was there, so was, true. Was there rumors to do I mean, anything with Saudi Arabia? Were you going to do anything with that over there? Um, Saudi Arabia is doing a lot of stuff in combat sports too, but no, I, I have an exclusive deal with, with, I'll be with Abu Dhabi till the day I die. Nice. I remember that too. I didn't even think of it, but when we first got invited, everyone was telling us, you guys can't go, you can't drink, you can't swear, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't well, do that. You were protected by the big Not man. Just you, you were protected by the True. None of that shit's going to go like down. It has nothing to do with me. It has yeah. nothing to do with no, me. I know, I know, I know Dubai and Abu Dhabi are very safe. I know, I know Abu Dhabi and Dubai are very safe. Two but. of the days, those guys went out and went to places I never even fucking heard of. Yeah, they were gunning around them at every fucking corner at every turn. They went to places I never even heard of. That one bar outside day club that they were at that one day, when they were walking around with the belt and the No, I saw it all. Trust me. I was sitting in my fucking parents' bedroom watching from the other fucking side of the world. 
Literally, there was nobody on that plane, too. When I went home, there was like four people on that flight. 17 hours yeah, back. No, listen, whoever goes over to Abu Dhabi or Dubai, they take care of them. No, I mean, it it's, was beautiful. It, the place, the, 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 the service, and, and, and the way that you're treated over there is unfucking believable mm -hmm. It's incredible. And you left two random guys there, too. You left your assistant. I left my assistant. <laughs> and you left some like, guy. Like that I said, it, listen, I was right along the whole way. I said, Aaron, work for me for a year, okay? Work your ass off. And but I'm you gonna, left, you brought some guy that you met two weeks ago. I'm going to take it from here. I'm the fucking connector. I'm the middleman. So what was the thing that was going on in, uh, in Boston that you thought I was behind uh, fucking with you? Oh, I had, dude. I have a serious, like, serious stalker situation. Is that, is that that Bro, Middle Eastern you, girl? I was like in the fucking movie Saw. I had some lady deliver cookies. I had some dude, like, it was like nuts, the whole situation. I was getting fucked with by somebody, and I'm still not convinced it's not you two. If they were delivering shit to you, why, how's that be fucking with you? No, it was, like, it, it was a whole being... sequence of events. I can't explain it right now. It was just all different shit. Somebody was fucking with me. That's what was the meeting in the, in the Chinese restaurant? That was another separate deal that I had to kind of help. I mean, I do a lot of different things, you know, whether it be, you know, helping the UFC in major ways by bringing, like, these young YouTubers and, you know, bringing them to you and saying, hey, this is going to work, you know? These are young guys that you want around your sport, you know? And, hey, look at you guys now. By the way, how was the, uh, the, the fights, you two? The, uh, it was amazing. The fights, the big one. That fight was the sickest weekend. My birthday yeah. weekend, too. Wow. We sat right behind Trump. Mm -hmm. Wow. Bieber was there. Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox, who else? Kourtney Kardashian. Yep. Only the uh, elite of the elite. Mel Gibson was at the end of your row. Mel, the left. Was he there? Yeah, he was to the oh, left of you. Oh, shit. That was insane, dude. You and had those my tickets kids went and on for, the other side of my kids yeah. Mel Gibson. And those tickets were at 250k a pop? Those, so the tickets where you guys were sitting, two sold for 250,000. Combined, together. Bro, that, that arena was electric. Like was that awesome, was, wasn't it? That was one of the craziest moments of my life. So you think you think the UFC right now is an all-time peak? 100%. You guys 100%. are fucking murdering it. Yeah. I mean, that was... The Poirier-McGregor fight was the second biggest UFC fight of all time. The number one being Khabib but, and yeah. Conor. Um, and yeah, the, the fan base is bigger since we went through COVID. Um, you know, social media. I mean, every way you can measure and gauge... Um, your business w w were bigger than we were before the pandemic started. And so what do, you, what do you attribute that to? Just the whole being aggressive during COVID when all, every other sport shut down, nobody had anything to watch but you? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, you know, a lot of people got... One of the big things that, that happened for us during COVID was uh, gamblers. You know, they couldn't gamble on, on, on any other things. Really? Uh, baseball, basketball, football, horse racing, or any of that shit. So they started betting on, uh, on UFC. Yeah, that was big for us, and so was uh, you know the fact that nothing else was on. So, so real quick, think about when you really think back to the to the heart of the pandemic, right in the middle of it. I mean, there was fucking nothing to do. That no, was absolutely there awful. was nothing on TV. No new movies were coming out. No new TV shows were coming out. You know, if you think about it, you know, three to four to five new movies come out every single weekend. You know, in in, in normal life, yeah, nothing. No, everything shut down. It was scary. No sports. You started to realize how important live sporting events really are to you and what they mean to you, you know? Mm -hmm. And how many people in your circle came to you, and I don't mean to keep beating dead horse, but came to you and said, you're making a mistake? Yeah, you listened to the beginning with, the, uh, with, with my um, executives. We had, a, uh, we, had a, we, had, we had a little rough go at it in, in the beginning, yeah. and then once everybody knew that I was dead set on doing this, Everybody was on board. How do you like push through that shit? Like when all the media like comes. Because I don't give a shit. fuck about the media. The media are all full of shit. 
Th think about this, right? Because COVID was like different. It was like, oh, and it yeah. still is. It's like if you don't obey COVID and oh, the way yeah. society wants you to like play with COVID, like they come for you. Like oh, how do yeah. you like? Like I actually want to know because I deal with that too. Like how oh, do you? Yeah. How do you have the balls to push through that? Because I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. When you look at these media people, who the fuck are they? What have they ever done? Right. What have they ever accomplished? Right, what have these people ever built or done? Nothing. Fucking zero. Less than zero. You know? Their opinion means jack shit to me. Right. If I listened to the media from day one, wouldn't be where we are today. You got to block all that noise out, man. Block it out. And you really seriously have to get to a point. You will. As you do this more and you get older, it'll get to a point where you literally don't give a you fuck. You know what's scary for us, though? Now is like two years ago, it used to just be all about your fans. So if we did something or we said something that was like controversial, it'd be up to our fans, like right. whether they'd cancel us or not or not fuck with us. But right. now when you're dealing with these like liberal ass platforms like YouTube, Instagram, like when we did that whole COVID traveling through COVID shit, YouTube sent us like a manual email, which they never do. It's always like automized. But uh, it was like manual, and they said, uh, you guys got to watch your off-platform responsibility. And they basically threatened to delete our channel. So now it's different. Like, when you're relying on YouTube, we got to, like, if you don't play by the liberal-ass rules now, it's like, they'll just delete you. Like, look mm -hmm. what they did to Trump, or, like, that's what you're playing by. It's like, you're not even, like, our fans don't give a fuck. Like, we can say whatever we want, do whatever we want. They'll, they'll always be there. But YouTube, it's like, you're, like... You're playing by their rules now. So it's 100%. Kind of, that's what's scary about it for us now. Yeah, it's true. And, uh, you know, as time goes on, the, there, there will be more platforms for you to... Uh, that's what we need to, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got to happen. Are you, uh, are you happy with the whole way the McGregor fight turned out? As far as, I mean, what's a perfect out from, uh, outcome for you guys for business? However, listen, whoever wins, wins. We, we put on... You know, fights with the best fighters in the world, and whoever wins wins. And you know, you move on. To, you know, he, he he won. Now he'll fight for Dustin Poirier. Will fight for the title. You know, Connor's going to heal up, and uh, hopefully come back in a year. And you know, a lot of things will change in the, in the next year while Connor's gone. So see where the what the world looks like when Connor comes back, and figure out what he does next. What his leg just gave out? Is that what happened? His leg broke. I mean, I was sorry. I didn't have a chance to watch the fight. Yeah, I, I didn't there, give you know, out. So. It broke. <laughs> you get to make that one. I, I missed out on that. Sorry. My apologies. I would have been there, but. How, how, how did you not? You didn't watch I it? I felt I might have caused a little stir in the last one, so uh, it, my apologies there it, on that you, one, You didn't too. watch it? I, no, I did watch it. I was at a bar. I was going to say, you bet 66000 on Poirier. I, I did. I did, did you? Listen, we don't put numbers on this thing, nice. for God's sake, but I made the biggest bet I've ever made in my life on Poirier. And, don't uh, what? Don't put the numbers out? No. That's it. That's no. You'll take a fucking DM I send you and post it on fucking <laughs> on your yeah, fucking Instagram. Them. I never post a bad one. What are you talking no, about? I'm that I'm, what's the what's the biggest? Did, did, what, did, did you have a happy death by the way? Can I still yeah, take it. What's the biggest bet you've ever made? Though? Is there an extra happy death? Oh dad fuck! Made? Biggest the, the bet you ever made bet, on one sports bet? Yeah, a million dollars. Really? Yeah, I bet a million. dollars. You bet on sports a lot or just mostly cards? No, I fucking hate betting sports. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I um. Uh, remember Jermaine Taylor? No. The boxer. Good-looking fucking kid came up. Uh, I think he came up through the Olympics and actually married the uh, the volleyball player. Um, he fought that white kid from fucking. Uh, oh, where the fuck is that kid from? I want to say he's from Cleveland. 
And I, I thought Jermaine Taylor was going to fucking kill him. Jermaine Taylor got destroyed. That, that was your million dollar bet? For a million bucks. And you lost? I was in Cabo. Yeah, I was in Cabo relaxing, <laughs> having fun. Fucking, that was the end of the fun. Fucking ruined my whole trip. You, you blackjack? Will you play blackjack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I played blackjack all the time. Did but, you see the... But sports betting, the, I stopped doing it. It's too I, hard. It's I, I too, fucking hate it. It's not. It's did you not. see the Addison Ray shit at the Trump fight? Yeah. Did you see all the backlash she so got from ridiculous. that? I called her. Oh, you did? I said, fuck them. Wait, what happened? I was there for that. All. What happened? So, yeah, I guess it was kind of our fault, too. People got mad at us a little bit. But uh, we're sitting right behind Trump at the fight. And then we were so surprised because, like, all these TikTok girls and, all, like, all these influencer girls in L.A., not saying Addison did it, but, like, when Biden won, they, like, they were literally, like, posting stories of them crying in the streets of Hollywood. Like, they right. were so happy. Like, you know how it is. So. Mm-hmm. Addison walks up right past us and she taps Trump on the shoulder. Not even like an Saw off that. time, right in the, one of the middle of like the fights. Or like, I don't even think it was the middle of the round. Well, she and said she hello? Ta- and she said hi to Trump. So we were like, Addison Ray just said hi to Trump. Like, Oh yeah, you guys definitely fucking right turned here. that up. I mean, you we got it. Like, Steve said Trump's going to fuck her and shit. But yeah. like, we were just surprised. So like, we kind of put that in our video, obviously, right that. And um, she was getting a ton of backlash for it. Yeah. Yeah. And she's a good kid. She's a nice kid. Yeah. And uh, I called her and said, listen. Who the fuck cares? Gives a fuck. Who gives a fuck? Fuck all You'll learn that as you go. She's kind of exactly. young, new to all this stuff, right? What's your, uh, so you, you're obviously been a big, you just spoke at the uh, Republican National Convention. Well, I saw you, you, you posted something and, you, and you pussed out. What are you talking I saw about? You what are you out? talking about? Yeah, I didn't I'll tell you what I'm talking about. You we posted just... the thing about the mask and no, the Uber. The inter- Instagram then, took it down. Instagram took it down. And Trust that, me, I stand no, by my shit. No, I did not delete anything. I never fucking deleted anything. no way they took it down. What did you post? I posted something where I, and I still say right here, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on with the Uber thing. When I get an Uber, you got to wear a fucking mask. He's in an Uber. He's like, why do I have to wear a mask? Yeah. And, and basically all he said was, are masks still really a thing? Yeah. We got to wear a mask in an Uber. And then he said, uh, he said that U- U- Uber's controlling you. He said to the driver, Uber's controlling you. Which is kind of crazy. Because I just don't get this. I don't get like. And then everybody went crazy. It's crazy, It didn't man. go the way he thought it was going to go. They started no, going no, after him. And he deleted that it, shit. It, it went the, exactly the way I thought it was going to happen. Everything was playing up to plan. And then Instagram took it down, unfortunately, which is just, you know. Boys, this episode is sponsored by Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is an all-in-one e-commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. If you're inspired to start a new business venture this year, you guys gotta try Shopify. Shopify is the only tool you need to start, run, and grow your in-person or e-commerce business without the struggle. Shopify is the global e-commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. So whether you're offering custom stickers from Shopify's in-person POS system or selling sunglasses on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you are in good hands. By now it's clear, you boys know that I love Shopify. We've used Shopify's e-commerce platform from the very beginning to sell full send and happy dad gear hosted on our website. My favorite thing about Shopify is no matter how big you wanna grow, it gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. They're truly a global force powering millions of entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. So boys, if you're thinking of starting a business, doing anything, get something going, you can go to shopify.com slash full send and sign up for a $1 per month trial, period. So all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash full send 
and take your business to the next level today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But anyways, did, did you ever hesitate to like publicly support Trump? I know you guys had a long relationship, well, but like when I, you I did spoke it, at the Republican National Convention twice, um, and many other rallies for Trump. You know, listen, man, this is America. You can vote for whoever the fuck you want to vote for. You know what I mean? And, and everybody wants to label you. You're a fucking racist. You're a piece of shit. You're, you know, you, you, you hate everybody if you're for Trump, you know, which everybody knows, you know, at the end of the day, I know exactly who the fuck I am and exactly, you know, what I do for people and, and, and whatever. I don't give a flying fuck what any of these other people think. It doesn't matter to me. When we did that, like, I, I had a few girls from L.A. that just like straight unfollowed me. Like right when I did that, like they're yeah. just like, there's no excuse for like that. Like you, you can't see a them, lot, like, and especially Canada. Like I have a lot of friends back home, and Canada is like fucking communist at this point now. So it's like when they saw that, like even my mom was like, "What the fuck? Like you, you were with Trump? Like yeah, it's just like people, are, people are very they, like they've done a great job of flipping the whole thing yeah. that if you're for Trump, you you're just you're for hate and you don't like yep. you know other people and. Whatever the deal is. Did, did he call you go to the fight or did you ask to invite him there? Yeah, no, they reached out and said he was going to come. Nice. He doesn't have to ask. He just fucking he just says, I'm coming. Up. Yeah. Now, I didn't see him, though. Was He on? He wasn't on the UFC on pay-per-view. He didn't get shown. Why was, yeah, there, was so, the decision-making so, behind that? So what happened was, you know, there's all these conspiracies about Don't that. Don't pivot out of this. Don't e- pivot um, out of it. ESPN uh, <laughs> didn't want to show him. And then there was the uh, ESPN didn't want to show him. And then what was the other big one? Another big conspiracy on why it happened. So, it's the co-main event. Right in between the co-main event and the main event. We're getting ready to fucking show Trump. It was going to go OBJ, Two Chains, Mm -hmm. Spade, Trump. And uh, according to my guy in the truck, something went wrong. Okay. With... One of the machines. Mm-hmm. So the first yeah, thing I said seems like a big mistake. So, for the machine so, to happen with the uh, former president of the United States there. So this is this <laughs> is saying, Dana, this is Saturday. So my guy calls and says, "We're going to show the video of you and Trump walking in the arena instead of doing a still of him out there." I said, "Cool, whatever." So I thought it aired because mm-hmm. he called me and said that's what's going on. I find out Sunday it didn't air. Now you got to remember too, we hire 150 at least 150, um, you know, people that come in and work production for us that aren't full-time employees here. So you know the first thing I said is, right. Who's responsible? one of those fucking guys did this on purpose right. so that that wouldn't air. We dove into it, and uh, allegedly it wasn't done on purpose. But we saw the beginning of OBJ... And they held on him for a long time. Then they're saying something went wrong. So none of those other celebrities got shown, including Trump. And, um, yeah, cool. and that's what happened. What do, you, what do you think it is with the media? Like, why, 
why are they so like against like Trump and that side? Like, is it about money? Is it about like? I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, I, I mean, if you look at the things that Trump did while he was in there, listen. Should Trump have stayed off Twitter more? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, did Trump say some crazy things here and there? Yes, he did. But he did a lot of good things while he was president. Um, and I, I don't know. Problem is, I don't you know, know. When they started, when they started going, man, it it it, it fucking escalated quickly. But you, you guys obviously have UFC fans that are on both sides of the fence, right? That yeah. are both sides. So at the end of the day, you guys got to sit back and say, does this divide our audience and does it take away from, it'll piss some people off by putting them on there? You know, but say, I mean, for instance, putting them on the oh, big He's the screen. president of the United States. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Right. He was the president of the United States and he's at the event. Of course we're going to fucking show him. Right. You know? Um, if Obama came, we'd fucking of show course. Obama. Right. If... Jimmy Carter came. We'd fucking show Jimmy Carter. What do you think Carter. the chances of Biden are of hitting you up to come to a UFC fight? I don't think you see that happening. Um, I don't think he watches but, UFC. But, but you know what I'm I saying? Think he I, I mean, he's the former president of the United States. We would show any former president of the United States. Mm-hmm. You know? You know when you, you know you're getting uh, you get to be a little bit hot here is when you got people fucking with you on the internet. And I see there's a guy uh, Jake Paul fucking with you. Is he, get, is he own real estate in your head? No, no. It's a, listen, that's all part of the business. You know. You want you want to you want to get noticed. You want to stir up some shit. Start a fight with me. That that I mean that's how you do it. Right. You know. Um, he's on fucking Showtime. What are they, they going to fucking? You know what I mean? <laughs> Showtime is like the fucking eh, the fucking bottom of the barrel. Are they you know? in the shits though? Oh, they're the fucking worst. The really? worst. They think they're fucking HBO, but they're not. Um, you know, they're, they're the fucking they're the shit can of 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 uh, of uh, pay TV. You Did know? he impress you a little bit? Ten after people the... watch that fucking network. I mean, if you watch when they put on these boxing matches and shit, like ten viewers watched. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you got you got to stir up some fucking attention and yeah. Did he impress you a little bit after the Askren victory or not at all? Yes. Yeah, he knocked Askren out with one fucking. I, I'm not punch. gonna lie to you. I thought it was fake when I saw it. Yeah. I, I thought I, it was. So did I. Trust me. Like I thought it like just the way it was, but I think yeah they've always been cool to us, but. They're taking it seriously, I guess. Like, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it would ever? Is there any? How like how much would Jake Paul have to impress you to, to do any type of co-promotion or anything? Well, like the, that? the thing is with Jake Paul, he's never fought anybody his size, and he's never fought somebody who is actually a boxer. You know what I mean? Uh, he, he beat up a forty-something-year-old fucking NBA player who's right. thirty right, that pounds that count. lighter than him. Then. Uh, then uh, after that, he fights Askren, who's a rep, but I still thought Askren should have done better than he did. Um, and and now, now Woodley. Woodley. Wood, so, but Woodley's like, yeah, like he's, he's a former UFC champ, Woodley's right? A lighter weight. Notice they're not the same weight class either. No, what's Went Woodley? For another guy that's that's lighter. Yeah, and but Woodley's a real guy. Right, Woodley's he is. a real guy. Yeah, and Woodley's a wrestler, but Woodley can fucking punch. Of course. So, it's going to be interesting. But, let's not forget, Woodley hasn't won a fight in three fucking years, okay? He hasn't won a fight in three years, and, um, you know, he's 40 fucking years old. So, where do you see, though, if it ever happens, where Jake Paul and Dana White's, like, worlds could collide? I I, I just don't see it What if he goes on, like, a tear? Like, what if he goes Listen, on, like, a real tear? I, I don't hate the kid. Yeah. Is he fucking annoying? Yeah, he's, he's annoying. He's, he's working, you know, though. You know, he's he working. Works, he's, he's doing this game. He's working. He's working. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 
Right. I agree. He's so out there think, trying to make that money. So you don't think there's ever... And his, his, his shelf life is very fucking short. Right. So... Well, what, money. what if he do, what if he is right? What if he's like, you know what? What if this kid just came out of nowhere and he's actually just a good boxer? Oh, what if, what if he goes on a boxers. tear and goes ten he, and zero? He'd have to start fighting some boxers to prove that. Right. You know what I mean? And I would imagine that in the gym, he's trained with plenty of boxers. So there's a reason he's not fighting boxers. He wants to keep fighting these, uh, you know, retired sure. UFC fucking yeah. wrestler They're guys. They're definitely smart about it. So you think it, you think it'll ever happen, or you guys find a way to listen? I never say never, but I highly doubt it. Yeah, I highly doubt it. And reason being, I, I, it's just not what I do. Right. There's a market for that. I mean, he he could fight a different type of celebrity every week, and there's going to be a, a segment of the population that wants to pay for that and see it. Mm-hmm. But that's not what I do. I put the best against the best. Yeah, you're. I mean, you're He's obviously calling on out level. Connor. He's calling out Connor. Connor's a 145-pound champion and 155-pound champion. He's fucking well, way bigger than Connor. Well, I know coming coming from the social media side, like that's what we do too. Like, we know what Jake's doing. Like, he's obviously a smart guy with social media. Like, I know too. Like, for him, when he called out Connor, it's like someone that for him to call out Connor, I even I was like, bro, that's ballsy. So he's just he's doing it for engagement and like yeah. and likes and shit, which is smart. Like, it's like. It's and working, doing it right, right before working. the Connor fight. Well, yeah. I mean, look at it. I it's think working. everybody knows there's no possible chance that he would beat Connor McGregor in a fight, right? Right. Zero, right? Zero. Zero percent chance. So he's just doing what he's doing. He's playing the game, which is smart. So it's what it is, you know? Dude, what does Jake Paul weigh? 200 pounds? I don't know. Does anybody know what Jake Paul? He's got to be. Go, I bet go, you he's about two, I'd say two, he 215 is my guess. 215 is my guess. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's not small. They're all trying to, so everybody like is trying to, I mean, obviously this fight thing is like nuts. Like you see the TikTokers fighting. They're trying to all build these platforms. Did you, did you see that fight? The no. Tic- or like, did you hear about it? No, I, I don't even know who those guys are. Yeah. I think Bryce Hall, you know someone. 190? Yeah. Connor's 145 pounds. He wants to fight, 155. He wants to fight him. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, you know. You think any of these things have legs? He's going like a 6'9 route, Bob. Who? Jake Paul. Yeah. Kind of in a way, like he's doing like crazy shit for. In- That's what he reminds me of is six nine. That's I mean, like he's, he's doing crazy Instagram though. videos. I, think, I, think that like, are I don't just think like, he's on the fucking level of Dana. Yeah. But I think like as much as you hate or love Jake Paul, I think Jake's done a pretty good job of sparking of some fucking you know making some noise. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day. But, but the other thing too is you, you notice the media isn't really following him as much as they did in the beginning. No. It's, only it's when getting. It helps it's, when you it's, get involved. It's, it's getting. The shtick's getting old. You know what I mean? He's he's eventually. For for him to really, I think for him to get the media back, he's gonna have to fight somebody. Why yeah. did he lose the media? Because they're tired of it. They're tired of the shtick. You know, hey, it's me. I weigh 190. I don't want to fight these guys that weigh 170, 155, one fucking whatever. And they're wrestling and they're 40 fucking years old and they haven't won a fight in three fucking years. You, if he wants to be taken serious now by by the real media, I think he needs to he needs to fight a real fight. How about how about Logan? Yeah. Well, what do you think of the Mayweather shit? Have you ever shit? met Floyd Mayweather in person? No, not in person, no. He's fucking tiny, man. Yeah. He's tiny, and Logan's fucking big, too. But, again, but everyone was I, like, I gotta he's give done. It to him. I thought he did a good job of tying Floyd up, you know, not, not letting Floyd get off when he was. And, and, and Floyd looked old that night, too. And, and Floyd, I think Floyd knew he looked old that night. Um, but Logan, Logan took but, some hits. The middle of the fight, I thought he was going to knock him the I fuck out. I thought Logan did a fucking... Ex- Everybody's like, oh, Logan. I love, I mean, I I love them, but Logan. I wanted to see I wanted to see Logan fucking drop. I and love I thought Logan. Floyd was going to drop much. Him. Logan's a good kid. I, I like him. No, I like him, too. 
He's your, I like did, him. Did you, no, he's cool. You, I read something. Did you call him? I, or I have no problem with him. Yeah. So he bought he bought a bunch of tickets to the fight. Yeah. And uh, the tickets he bought were not tickets he'd want to sit in. He was gonna get fucking smashed. Right. So I put him over in, in, in another section. Very nice gesture. So you're not playing along with any of this stuff? There's nothing going behind the scenes that we know about that you guys no, are going to no, end no. up at the end of the day? No. Has he ever talked to you about, like, a potential? Logan? No. No. We've, that's, uh, that's the only time we've ever talked was, uh, yeah, was about the tickets. How many times has Jake's, I mean, I don't want to stand this whole time, but how many times has Jake's people came to you and hit you up and called you and tried to set something up? Um, in the beginning, uh, when, when, when he first started, like leading up to the, um, the fight with, uh, Askren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dana probably hates the whole entire fucking episode being talked about Jake Paul, but, um, my favorite guy ever was John Jones. John Jones is my favorite fighter by far. Where's he been? He's, uh, he's not fighting until next year. What is, is he, is, is, what, so what's going on with that? I mean, I'm just going to fucking speak openly, whatever. Is, what, is he, are you guys not getting along? Is, how's it, what? No, I mean, me, me and Jones have had a, you know, that type of a relationship his whole career. Um, he was so fucking good and he was so fun to watch. Yep. That's the thing. When you know? he's ready to fight, we're ready to go. So, you know, he's talking about fighting heavyweight, but in the heavyweight division right now, we're going back to Houston here in a couple weeks. Uh, Derek Lewis is taking on Cyril Gaon for the interim championship. Whoever wins that fight will fight um, Francis Ngannou. And then whoever wins that fight, if John Jones wants to come back, he could fight one of them. Or he could fight Stipe Miocic. Stipe has accepted that fight and will take that fight. Is it, is it, what is it? Is it a money thing? Is he like, I, want, I deserve this? Or how is it, why isn't it happening? He's under contract. He has okay. a contract. Okay. So he can do whatever he wants. Or he could come back and fight it. Light heavyweight and regain his title if he wanted to how try about, to do how that. How about Khabib? Do you think there's a chance he ever fights nah, again? No, I, I, I think Khabib's really done. Really? Yeah. So That's I don't sucks. know if you just saw last weekend his, his, his boy Islam Makachev oh, yeah, yeah. fought. Yeah. And now he's ranked number five in right. the world. And uh, So he's not going to get in the way of his run. His now. father wanted him to become a world champion, too. So he I, think, good. I think Khabib is, you know, it was, it was an interesting thing out. He was, Khabib was 29 and 0. He's 5-0 and now as a coach, coaching guys. So he's undefeated coaching, too. What was his reasoning behind, I just missed out, what was his reasoning behind retiring? I think his mom didn't want him to fight anymore, mm-hmm. right? He's extremely fucking wealthy, and he doesn't need what to ha- fight What anymore. happened to that potential GSP fight? It's, it's, it's out there. You know? Those are the days, GSP man. Wants it, he wants it. I love GSP, man. Back in the day. Oh, yeah? I'm from Toronto. You're Canadian? It's, it's, I, it's your like, boy. I used to love GSP, bro. But that'd be a crazy, like, that would cut some hype. He's getting, he's getting a little I feel he's like Khabib will fight again. That's just my How opinion. I'm putting GSP it out there. was champ? I was like, like grade eight. Yeah. yeah. UFC, what was the one where he fought Tiago Alves? 100? Fuck it. I think it's UFC 100. Was it really? Is that UFC 100? I don't remember. Was that the era when Jones hit Shogun with the spinning elbow? Remember that big spinning elbow? Yep. That was, I mean, obviously it's great now. unconscious. Yeah, those were. I watched this one on my birthday, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. UFC GSP versus Tiago Alves. I remember that. Did you live in Toronto? Yeah. Yeah, Toronto was badass when we finally got into Toronto. Those you guys got to go back there after COVID. Huh? After COVID, yeah, it's like yeah, we fucking gotta, washed up yeah, there. Yeah, we got to go back to it's still Toronto. Still shit show after there COVID. though, but. I don't know if COVID's ever gonna fucking end in Toronto. It's just crazy, dude. Well, you it's have to have nuts. you have to have a vaccine to get in there. Right. Is there what's what's we did with variant coming out now? What is the variant? 
I'm just hoping they don't pull that bullshit now where it's like a second wave. I can't like, fucking do it anymore. I'm out. I'm checked out. No, I think, I think after that, everyone's going to be like, they're not going to believe it. Like, every, if there's a second wave, I don't think anyone's going to buy it. Yeah, no. For the first month I'm of COVID, speak out I was so paranoid. I, fuck I fucking bought, like, us. fucking canned goods. I shut down. I stayed inside my house. I think I you came with my little game show or something. I did an Instagram or something. I shut down. I was fucking freaking the fuck out. And then finally, I'm like, all right, enough is enough. And then the problem is you're just brainwashing so many people to just think this is the custom like because way to live people life. are over it now man you know and then it's just it's a fucking it's a, it's a fucking joke but at the same this time this company was only shut down real. for six weeks they shut down for six weeks crazy because it took me six weeks to figure it out on how to you know get it going so you're going to bring the UFC anywhere outside of you go to, went to Abu Dhabi what's another big you're going to go anywhere else big we'll see how this thing plays out we're supposed to go to London in September I'm here in London shutting down right now too I don't know if that's true um, we're trying to find you know, to verify if that's if that's true or not, I'm going to, I'm going on vacation this Friday. I'm going to Greece, so I'm hearing that Mykonos just shut down. So it's going it to be. Us. I'm on a boat, so I don't give a fuck. Whatever shuts down, you know. But it would nice. It'd be nice for it all to be open. I wanted to show you this picture of of a, a shirt we're selling. I that, saw that's from oh, the yeah, fight. No, I that? saw that. It's awesome. The Trump 2024. It. You see so I sent it to Trump. I sent it to Trump. Kushner and uh, John Jr. Uh, did they say anything? Night. Yeah. Did they say anything? Yeah, they That's going to go crazy. <laughs> That's going to go fucking nuts. That's awesome. Steve's a wild man, huh? Yeah. What's your What's your take on Steve? I love Steve. Steve's one of the nicest fucking kids. He's a great guy. On the planet. Yes. He's such a good person. And, uh, you know, he's one of those guys, when you become friends with him, he'd do anything for you. 100%. You know? Which he has, 100%. He fucking loves Kyle, you know? It's, it's, yeah. it, it, let me tell you what. Don't ever fuck that up. No, fuck that. When, when you have a re- when you're in a business relationship and you're as close as you and Steve are, sure. it's like how Lorenzo and I were. Yeah. You know, and the one thing that you gotta fuck money, fuck all that shit. Keep keep your friendship. Hundred percent. Nah, we gotta money go. Comes we gotta each other's backs. Real people, real people are hard to find. Crazy. He, he's the real deal, and so are you. So how's the uh, the hollerhead? Real quick, he's doing good. Everything's good, yeah. I see that fucking everywhere now. Uh, yeah. You're going you're gonna to see it even more places where we're blowing the shit out of that thing. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. It's going yeah. It's going pretty good. I know that these guys have helped you out with that. You guys have both been yeah, we went, pumping we went, each other up. We've been both mm-hmm. pumping each other. Pretty good, uh, pretty good combo here. Mm-hmm. Pretty good combo. Don't know who thought of it. Pretty good. Like spaghetti <laughs> meatball, these two, I tell you. You know? But I drop the mic and just walk out, and then I leave. That's it, you know? I mean, hats off to you, bro. You're one of the coolest, chillest guys. You've done so much for both of us, 100%. You're the man, and... Take care, good care of us. We always One thing I want to ask Dan is how, how long do you think you, you'll be involved in the UFC? You think you're going to do it for a long more time? Yeah, I just I just can't. I, I, you know, I, I don't want to do anything else. I can't fucking picture. Um, I, I can't picture me not doing this. Why would I not want to do it? It's fucking cool, man. Stay in the nicest fucking hotels in the world, eat in the best restaurants, and sit in the best seats in the place for the best fights in the world. Every fucking Saturday. UFC is just the coolest company. I, I think you I, might I, have the worse. UFC's sick. You might have worse. Do you sleep ever? I mean, you're always uh, up on that shit, too. I, you, you don't. Yeah, I have sleep issues. I got serious so sleep I. issues. So do I. Yeah. What are your sleep issues? I never bothered me when I was younger, but now that I'm getting older, it's fucking me up. Meaning sleep issues where you just stay up? I, I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow for, for fucking sleep study. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a sleep study tomorrow morning. They're going to hook you up the machines and everything? Yeah. They're going to hook me up, and I got to go to sleep over there and... I can't sleep in my house. How the fuck am I going to sleep over yeah, here? Yeah, no shit. That's going to be awesome. interesting. Let it be a fly on the wall on that one. Yeah. But cool. I think that was good. Anyways. First 100%. episode of the Full Sun Podcast. Thank you, Dana. 
Pleasure, and, brother. Uh, Thanks for having me. Bob? The godfather right you here. You're going to stay with me or what? I mean, look, if you're willing to have me here. Listen, you know, this is, this is, you uh, want to mark off two hours of every schedule that you have, every fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll be there. I don't want to call <laughs> I don't want to call Delta Airlines, but I will say, not my fault. Yeah. That's there it. There you go. Remember that, everybody. Who do you Delta think we should Airlines. bring on? Who do you think Fuck we should bring on next episode? I kind of like, uh, you think, you think, uh, man, you think Dana could ever make a move and, I mean, you guys get along so well now. I mean, Donald <laughs> Trump might be an option. We'll see you. how the views get. I mean, it's got to be a big platform. Dana knows how to push it. I think you put... Do- let's have the, let's have the proof of concept Dana first. on the spot right now. You think you could if... I mean, maybe I step back, let somebody else... You think you could get Trump on the show for him eventually? Sure. Definitely. Let's get the proof of concept going first. Me and Dana will talk. We have a slightly better relationship. Yeah, I'm well aware. <laughs> I'm well aware. I backpedaled out of this thing. I backpedaled. We know how to make. We know how to get shit done. You know. I'm out. That's all I'll say. Cool. You're the best, buddy. I love you. Thanks, You're the Dana. fucking man. Appreciate it, bro. All right, all right. Thank you. See you guys next time.